Good afternoon. This is uh, Jerry Rhodes coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. It's the podcast on the American Enterprise Party. Today, um, it's talking about the FTX um, Madoff, uh, the FTX Camelot with Madoff with a lot. Uh, I think it's all about greed and deception and fraud, um, which is the other side of America's great enterprise, great American enterprise that I um, propose to be the uh, platform and uh, foundation of what makes America great. And then underlying the underbelly of it is uh, there are incentives to cheat and that we need to have the rule of law in our constitution to, to create the boundaries to prevent this from uh, happening. So, but anyway, it, it really leads into the um, main topic, which is the Fed increasing interest rates to quell or reduce or eliminate, as they would in, infer, inflation and overspending or deficit spending by our U.S. government and each state to cover their deficits with borrowing. And I think what we're finding, and I found in my uh, past, when I tried to convert the Illinois uh, state of Illinois to accrual accounting, that when it gets done, it's exposing the deficits that have been occurring since Second World War, and it's a technique when you when you don't have a, a generally accepted accounting principle set of books uh, as each governmental institution is allowed to do, um, then you cook in the books. And in this particular podcast, it uh, shows how um, administrations try to cover that up with uh, the involvement of the Federal Reserve Bank, which is not a governmental agency. It's it's a profit-making uh almost trade association for member of um, U.S. Um, federal banking system, including uh, at one time savings and loans, but uh, they no longer exist because of some of the actions taken by the Fed. So it's got a script that I have written that comes from my books. I, I wrote about this in 2012 in my American Enterprise Manifesto as to uh, what happened with uh, the 2007 recession slash depression, where the government got involved in bailing out uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and EIG and um, large investment houses and GMs, uh, General Motors, upwards to uh, something that was proposed to, to, to 
these $16 trillion in, in propping up the economy. And as a result, uh, the spending equaled $4.3 trillion. That it was never really reported as that because the the the, the replacement of Americans' bailout program um, it uh, bridged between Bush and Obama, and was caused by uh, the subprime mortgage market um, being uh, swamped by the use of the Federal Reserve increasing its discount rates by 500% to its member banks. And uh, this, there's been a couple of movies on that, none of which really did anything except blame Wall Street for it, not, not the political administrations. But in fact, based upon my research, this was orchestrated by the Fed at the um, permission of the Bush administration and Obama without knowing exactly what they were doing. And as a result, $30 trillion in home values, 401k plans, and stock. Uh, that's what costs middle America. I'm sure it also um, was covered by uh, other sources when it came to the big players. So uh, as you listen to this, uh, you'll need to go to my books, uh, the American Enterprise Party Manifesto and published in 2012 by Exlibrius and my current publication of the American Enterprise Party Trilogy uh, published by Page Turner Press. These are pub publishers that I've had to get so I could at least expose the problems and then come up with solutions. Because in the future, we need to start looking at uh, the great American enterprises being the foundation for what makes America great and keeps it great. So that's just my short inter introduction to um, today's podcast, FTX Camelot made off with a lot. And I'll even give you a couple of my poems on uh, Camelot, someone else's Camelot, and uh, uh, what makes America great in my estimation. Thanks for listening. FTX Camelot, made off with a lot. This crypto hijack is not the end, just the beginning of loss of American values. Founder Sam Bankfried to be released on $250 million bond is the biggest scam since Bernie Madoff. But it wilts in comparison to the Fed raising interest rates to stop inflation, and using fiat treasury bills and funny money to pay our bills. While Biden is proposing a single bank, cryptocurrency Federal Reserve, for all Americans' crypto wallets. And Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, saying maybe we need a 100-year-old Treasury note maturing in the next century to fund an unattainable debt limit. Bigger is better that creates violence, vulgarity and excesses in the hands of the Big Brother and the Brotherhood. George Orwell 1984. Remember the 1986, 
2005-2008 recessions caused by the Fed's manipulation of its discount rates to its member banks, Greenspan's 1.76% rate became 5.7% overnight when he retired, and helicopter Ben Bernanke became chairman, resulting in the demise of American liquidity causing the 1986 recession, 2007 Great Depression as democracy is lost to connections, power, money, financed by the Federal Reserve Banking System. Definitions and data extracted from the Federal Reserve website, historical data demonstrates the manipulations that the Fed does with the monetary system to gamble taxpayer money to control the economy. First in 1986 to destroy the savings and loan banks and again in 2007, to cover up mismanagement of the Fed by President Bush and Obama, as $30 trillion was lost in home values, 401k plans, stocks, bonds, and savings. Fed funds rate, prime rate, Libra rate, MTA, COFI, CMT indices dictate liquidity in the national and international money markets. The CMT indices are the weekly or monthly average yields on U.S. Treasury securities adjusted to constant maturities. Yields on Treasury securities at constant maturity are interpolated by the U.S. Treasury from the daily yield curve, which is based on the closing market bid interest yields on actively traded Treasury securities in the over-the-counter market. The CMT indices are volatile and move with the market. They reflect the state of the economy and respond quickly to economic changes. These indices react more quickly than the COF index or the 12 MTA index. The monthly MTF Treasury average is a relatively new ARM index. This index is the 12-month average yields for U.S. Treasury securities, adjusted to a constant maturity of one year. It is calculated by averaging the previous 12 monthly values in annual CMT. Caution, invert the yield curve, has caused a depression in 2008 and likely in 2023. Typically, when the Federal Reserve adjusts the federal funds rate and discount rate, the prime rate adjusts the same day or within a few days at most. The prime rate is not a very volatile index, however, it generally rises quickly, increases bank profits, and declines very slowly, maintains banks' profits. It is often the index for home equity lines of credit. The retirement of Alan Greenspan ignited the Depression of 2008, but did not cause it. As replacement professor Ben Helicopter or printing press Bernanke floats in on a sinking good ship enterprise, captained by a bumbling Bush administration, with Paulson Treasury Secretary, as its Captain Quig, falls into abyss, with the, we have to control inflation using the interest rates as our ammunition, and burst the economic bubble. Rather than letting the air out slowly in the housing and energy markets, through slow progression of the interest spreads, Paulson lets the chairman Bernanke at the Fed go crazy with the flagrant increases in the discount rates, thereby bursting the consumer's equity by making subprime mortgage payments too high, and did not fix anything, but his desire to prove his book right that the currency printing press could fix a depression, while it bankrupts small saving and loan banks and businesses. Then Bush, while letting Lehman Brothers sink, had to pass a bill to get $698 billion million to save the large investment houses and AIG-insured subprime tranches, sold worldwide to speculators and foreign banks. Th. in 2009, Obama inherited the mess and passed a bill to bail out the stock market with $798 billion in stimulus checks, to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to back subprime mortgages losses, then investment in GMC and other large manufacturers to avoid short-term credit collapse, like the 1929 run on national banks. The true spending was $4.6 trillion of $16 trillion committed by the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act. That eventually received back with $98 billion from investment in American manufacturing companies and mortgage banks. In Fed Chairman Greenspan's book The Age of Turbulence he analyzes the capabilities of the presidents he worked for, and found Reagan and Nixon, Clinton adept at managing the economy and Bush, Sr., 
Bush Jr., and Carter Inept. In my opinion, Mr. Greenspan should be commended for his steady hand on the interest rudder versus such luminaries as Keynesian Volcker, interest hiking king, and Burns the bear market queen. In my opinion, as a CPA, homeowner and small business owner, the Fed should not be separated from government accountability and never gamble our currency in the worldwide marketplace. I cover this in detail in my books The American Enterprise Party Trilogy published originally in 2012, and republished as three books in 2021. With Biden bumbling and yelling as quick markets will not trust a treasury that creates negative yield curve treasuries to throw more debt on every problem that shows up. Inflation, Fed Cryptocurrency the current Fed discount rate is 5.5% up from a less than 1% or 550% increase in six months with more to come. Just another douse of fuel on a Biden Ides of March burning of Washington, D.C. and the American economy, as the progressives implement regressive policies reversing Trump policies and blaming Trump for our current situation, what were Trump's numbers? Pandemic Fauci economy lost 2.9 million jobs, had 100 months of job gains until the pandemic hit and would have hit 2 million increases under normal circumstances. Most of the jobs returned 56%. During those 100 months Trump employment was considered full employment. It stood at 3.5% unemployed, and peaked at 14.8% unemployed during the pandemic, and ended at 6.3% unemployed, at the end of 2020. Worker participation rate reached a high of 63.4% that went down 2.9 points under Obama. Job openings up 25.7%. Median household income reached $67,521 in 2020. A 2.9% decrease from 2019, but an increase of $3,838 or 6% during Trump's four years. Adjusted for pandemic to $4,083 or 6.4% in 2020 dollars. GDP growth rate minus 3.4%. Trump's first two years peaking at 2.9% in 2018 and 2.3% in 2019 before the bottom fell out, during the Fauci-slash-Pence task force pandemic. The GDP dropped by 3.4% in 2020 due to the closure of non-essential small business, churches and schools. Essential businesses were government, big box, big media, big pharma, big is better government. They continued to get paid, and got stimulus checks as well. Unemployment rate increased 1.6% percentage points to 6.3%. Paychecks grew faster than inflation were up 8.7% after inflation of less than 2%. Stock market up 67.8%. Trade deficit increased 40.5%. Number of people without health insurance 3 million. Federal debt from $14.4 trillion to $21.6 trillion. Biden $31 trillion and increasing $250 billion per week. Home prices rose 27.5%. Home ownership increased 2.1% to 65.8%. Illegal immigration increased but apprehensions increased by 14.7%. Coal production decreased 26.5%. Mining jobs decreased by 16.7%. Carbon emissions dropped 16.7%. Carbon emissions from energy consumption dropped 11.5%. Handgun production increased by 12.5% setting a new record, murder rate due to riots and dump police funding rose to highest levels since 1997. Trump filled the three slots in Supreme Court, with three young Catholics, and nearly 30% of district court seats. Getting Roe v. Wade abortion sent back to the state legislatures, and likely overturned. Corporate profits up 8.5%. Manufacturing jobs down 154,000. CPI up 7.6%.
U.S. crude oil consumption up 27.6%, poverty rate down 1.3 points. All in all President Trump was delivering positive and negative outcomes without touching the bureaucracy of 24 million government employees and entitlements, excluding Medicare and Social Security that are not entitlements but trust funds protected from government intervention. Do we want Trump back or not? Will he fix it? In my opinion probably not without Republican backing and a 5-year debt reduction plan and 10-year offense plan. China has a 5, 10, 100-year plan to destroy democracy. To fix it, this the trade imbalance must be reversed, by reversing shipping and distribution costs to the manufacturers. This would immediately wipe out the trillion-dollar losses from trade imbalance, or we would take back manufacturing through incentives for improving profits to domestic suppliers. Even then certain creditors such as China, due to the Wuhan lab release of the COVID-19 virus South Korea and Japan, will have to take a haircuts, get government overhead down 50% over five years, control our borders, avoid spending on climate change, fix the inner city squalor that gestates crime, and reverse racism, using humanism to enable America to win the battle we have internally first, and American enterprise, and peaceful coexistence externally. America's future hinges on more of the private sector taking responsibility, privatize certain agencies that can work better than unaccountable institutions, for its fiscal and social health. For example, healthcare, education, energy, transportation, etc. It may seem radical now to turn our political and legislative system upside down but it will take decades to do it so now is not too early. New and creative thought is needed at all levels of the public sector if we are to survive as a leading nation in the world. The two-party system and justice system have become antiquated, and politically inbred with nepotism and squelching political so-called Russian and Chinese misinformation. The control of the many by few, is destined to further tank our enterprise. As a people we allow the Harvard, Yale, Wharton, and Stanford IQs to set the rules, when it is the EQs, emotional quotient, that pays for them. This is not working nor can it work as depicted in Orwell apostrophe S 1984, and Animal Farm, as human greed glands enter the picture, and all good intentions fall to egos, and each person's livelihood. Yes, a referee is needed to keep the score honest, and competitive producing positive results that is in itself, truth. I am sure there will be much controversy over these egos, and livelihoods, but for the greater good, government cannot be the reason for our existence it has to the result of our persistence to be free of arbitrary, and capricious rule-making, and allow creativity to prevail. Our standard of living, work ethic, attaining the American dream, and leadership for world peace, and pursuit of happiness should be the justification of the end result of individual standard of living, not our individual greed gland instinct to control our destiny with money, it must be generated by our faith in our national patriotism, work ethic, and our commitment to world peace that will pay the bills. This is predestined if we believe in the essence of the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thou will be done, on earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. In God we trust. Amen. With the christening of our Savior at Christmas, for the birth of Christianity, it is thought that two billion people around the world recited the Lord's Prayer at Easter, as the belief in the hereafter. So, it's religion that binds us together, and yet pulls us apart. Therefore, let reason minus religion be our resolve and peace in the kingdom of God's one world enterprise be our outcome. God bless our American enterprise. Downsize government and upsize enterprise. Proposed solutions to the problems stated above and those that threaten our economy and society are covered in the American Enterprise Party trilogy that proposes a swing vote third party to act as referee 
and pull the extremes that now exist, in our great country to the middle, where 90% of Americans reside in their homes, and at work to produce good health, happiness and prosperity. With each two-party there is a 32% base with 46% independents swinging away our future, if they vote for the American Enterprise Party we have a way to stop the slide into bankruptcy and pass only necessary spending bills funded by our profitable enterprises reinvesting in our lean and mean government of the people, by the people for the people working for that end. We must keep America great, and become the peaceful template for emerging economies to use for replacing communism, just another commune that degenerates into chaos, as the leading ideology around the world. Currently, 70% of the world population lives in fear, and intellectual poverty under the Marist philosophy that ownership should be in the hands of government, and equally governed by the Politburo, without regard to work ethic or productivity, financed by oligarch businesses, and under the control of a one-government entity, called CCP Incorporated, and replaced the old USSR with a new USSR United States Sovereign Republican Americana for the world a peaceful coexistence with humanism as its pledge. Contrary, it takes leaders that believe in our form of American capitalism, and American socialism that come together as an Americanism team in every business in our great country. We should marry the two an unstoppable team for peaceful coexistence and prosperity to solve the problems of poverty, wars, dictators, pandemics, and philosophical differences. Amen. Speaking of Camelot, dystopia or utopia is the opposite of Camelot. While Camelot makes a dope of you if you don't have a lot, where if you have it all, including the pot, and home in a gated stall. Giddy up y'all. Paying Peter to pay off Paul, who rats on everyone even a brotherhood's son. While, its brother dystopia and its sister utopia promises a lot of someone else's Camelot. Free enterprise on the other hand is building businesses around enterprising people using capital as a work ethic, underlying what economists call human capital, pursuing the American dream. In pursuit of Camelot. It's not a zero-score game, how can anything be better if all are the same? It's what is underlying the American dream called work for a risk to share in the profits of the game. While politics sacrifices peace for power, and uses power for defense. Dystopian offense is fear hidden in tactical warfare, using the threat of WMBs, and pandemics. What is the problem versus an issue when it comes to standing up to a fear threat, with the courage to fight for Ukraine's democracy? For example, is it worth the risk to end the Ukraine war with Russia to use tactical weapons, rather than peace negotiations with the enemy? Using the UN, and NATO is the catalyst to bringing Ukraine's democracy, into the membership, not its government. Stopping Russia with strategic warfare, using the threat of the world's democracies, demanding peace negotiations, and a no-fly zone for the good of the NATO, EU, and its members. Totaling 75 countries, as the pressure for cutting off Russia's plans for power, with a peace offering to them of membership into NATO, and the EU. Neuter Putin's desire for power with peace, Utopian defense is reactionary to the source of conflict, leaving the perp in control of the next moves, questioning whether Putin will retaliate or negotiate from a position of strength. Obviously, he is not playing defense, and will not give in to threats of offense that is shallow and misfiring where it hurts his resources, energy and Ukraine's production of resources, energy, and grain. A position of status quo and destruction for the sake of land grab, and superiority. America's best defense is a strong offense, not acquiescing to threats and political rhetoric. Our current Camelot administration is not focused on problem-solving our foreign affairs by having an open policy of contrition. Open borders, exit from Afghanistan, soft on crime, 
overspending on climate speculation, allowing the Fed to sink the housing, stock market and 401k plans under the guise of fighting inflation, gridlocking Congress with spending bills, rather than financial planning. So, we now have the results of the midterms that the Republicans were counting on for a power grab to totally sink the Democrats' sinking ship. Without an offensive strategy or plan on turning around the economy from a loser to a winner before the next presidential election. Now it's time for infighting between the DeSantos lovers and the Trump haters. Distracting from any effective leadership to derail the Dems' visions of Biden running again on top of the House of Cards and a Senate of Shards, with the American dream stuck on go or not go for the future of the Republic. Eventually, the solution will become a reality that the only solution is a third-party referee to bring civility and sanity to the table. The American Enterprise Party stands in the wings as such a solution. Yes, it is time for a rational approach to governance, built on our diverse strengths of will and freedom before we lose both to woke forces, destroying our ability to foster a strong economic offense. With peace as strength, love as peace and strength as faith accountable to a higher power for deliverance of peace and goodwill to all. Speaking of Camelot gives us the direction but not a destination. Our destiny depends on our honor and courage to protect democracy at all costs. That's America's Camelot. This is a collection of songs. The first is called the Trilogy of America. First song, Tis of Thee. Samuel Francis Smith, author. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. Second song, America, by Irving Berlin. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her. Through the night with a light from above, from the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. God bless America, my home, sweet home. And the third song, America the Beautiful, words by Catherine Lee Bates, melody by Samuel Ward. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain for purple mountain majesties above the fruit and plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. And then the last song is called The Anthem. My America, lyrics by Jerry Rhodes. My America, oh yes, my America, to thee they sing of the visions of the poet, the words of an orator, and minds of its leaders. Be kind, be patient, be wise. Above all, humble to the reasons, the heritage of our freedom held high by human visions. For peace and prosperity to our masses, to our classes, let freedom ring. In the hearts of the doers, the protectors and responders, to combat critics' status quo, and the peacemongers, held in tow. Let all of mankind be our friend, for peace on earth without end. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes. For thine America is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. American Humanism for All 
in our everyday lives, are the Ten Commandments of Life, America the Bountiful Economy, the Ten Commandments of Love and Loyalty, Ten Tenets of Enterprise, Ten Results of Liberty, collectively called Americanism, Ten Commandments of Life, Love, Loyalty, Thou shalt have no other God. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, remember the Sabbath day, and keep it holy, honor your father, and mother, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, 10 rules of liberty, 1, free to choose, 2, free to express opinions, 3, free to analyze and criticize, 4, free to enterprise, 5, free to lose, 6, free to start over, 7, free to vote, 8, free to organize, 9, free to resist, 10, free to respect your peers, 10 tenants of American laissez-faire enterprise, 1, reward received determined by the amount of risk taken, 2, the law of supply, and demand for measuring markets, 3, sharing is based on skill to build produce, and services, 4, earning is based on learning a skill to build for goods, and services, 5, competition is creating optimal quality innovation, and cash flow from GDP slash GNP. 6. Quality creates cost savings and profits. Profits create growth and capital. 7. Gap reports actual results of what's right and what's left. 8. Stock market, open books, USA debt clock, and financial analytics are a guideline for collective prosperity. 9. Sustainability is debt less than 50% of GDP and GNP. 10. Accountability for above nine tenants is the bottom line for measuring leadership. It's money funding workers for profit sharing and growth. Ten Commandments for Peace and Prosperity 1. Law, legal, and justice infrastructure rules with consistency among states and countries all lives matter including the police and suspects. 2. Order, conformity to a definition of a human's right to protect themselves. 300 million guns is not necessary for personal protection if we let justice prevail. 3. Democracy voting is a right, education, and healthcare are privileges to be earned, privatized education to provide opportunity, not conformity. 4. Free speech, expression of personal beliefs, until it gets vulgar, and promotes violence in our entertainment and daily living. 5. Housing, affordable, and available to all wherever they can afford, and qualify for a mortgage, and can pay what's lent or affordable rent. 6. Diplomacy, based on peaceful coexistence, not war financed by winning the economic war being conducted worldwide, with China, at L. 7. Security and safety use of negotiation, not threats, use of reason, not more weapons of mass destruction nationally, and internationally. Leaving religion out of the conflicts if possible. 8. Partnership between public and private health care for all, universal coverage for prevention, and preservation of life. A book by Jerry Rhodes, Page Turner Press 2021. 9. Private education equal opportunity for all to pursue the American dream based on traditional diverse values and constitutional culture. 10. Employment, have a goal for full employment with job and Peace Corps pursuing technology for jobs, jobs, jobs. Americanism for all love of family, land of the free, with a life of prosperity for all and loyalty to my America tis of thee. Where I serve my country is my goal that in turn serves my soul. Where outcome means freedom, where work effort means outcome, where a skill to build means learn to earn income. The essence of enterprise. Monetary capital utilized by human capital means outcome and income. The freedom to learn to earn and have a skill to build for both outcome and income for the individual enterprising worker 
is to profit from their endeavors, this is the definition of free enterprise. Freedom to choose, where and when to work, is the backbone of individual capitalism and individual socialism in a democracy. It doesn't require government to exist, but sharing the profits and protecting the consumer does. Therefore, rules and regulations for the operator in an enterprise, to produce safe and quality products and services, warrants government intervention to enforce or reinforce quality and safety standards. Per Milton Friedman, a society that puts equality in the sense of equality of outcome, the head of freedom will end up with neither equality nor freedom. On the other hand, a society that puts freedom first, will as a happy byproduct, end up with both greater freedom and greater equality. The Great Society programs, since its inventors Woodrow FDR and perpetuated by the Unibomber Truman, LBJ, JFK Carter, Hillary, Obamacare, Big Brother Biden, Bernie and the squad have used free entitlements to take away freedoms, rights of the minorities, to compete with pride of ownership, learning as the enabler of earning a skill that can be billed for a share of the American dream. Free college, free health care, free education, free child care, free meals, free housing, free ride for illegals to the sanctuary cities slash states, free green energy aren't equality or equity. In a world where free rides gets you to nowhere, but lack of work and opportunity are each worker's responsibility, within their abilities to pursue, with vigor before looking to entitlements as their safety net. Certainly, with another $7.9 trillion to be spent on climate to stop inflation using National Emergency Act weapon will further sink America's economy with no redeeming endgame where no one wins but our imbalance of trade winners. The great American enterprise, on the other hand, is the reason we work, we love, and live independent of the government. Not the IRS overseers trying to catch a few crooks cheating on their tax returns, while the elite continue to build wealth on taking away our liberties, with social media, big box, big tech, big parma, big unions, big stakeholders in the smoke screen of insider trading that controls the stock market, Fed, and the derivative bubble. This is called a big brother monopsony government, with a monopoly brotherhood, with big is better voting consortiums, genderless, colorless, homeless, hopeless followers, following, the followers into a totalitarian existence. Dystopia rather than utopia. Where the words issue an effing government, and violence are vulgarity inciting a new wave of believers, in spreading the wealth they have earned for the elite, politicians, Hollywood, sports heroes, technology billionaires, trillionaires, zillionaires, downward not upward. Invest in our inner cities, homeless shelters, Vagrancy street dwellers, drug users, gangs, crime cartels, prison training grounds for expanding multiple offenders, these true outcomes are where America needs to invest its wealth, not in China imbalance of trade, the Ukrainian war, the DOA Green New Deal, open borders, amnesty to illegals, abortion clinics, recreational drug dealers, prescription drugs for every known malady, with no prevention strategies for chronic diseases, and pandemics. Instead we have a government signing of executive orders like they are laws, such as the National Emergency Act, that allows a progressive president to dictate statutory powers for climate change, taxation, any progressive whim for reparation, and equity, earned or not, in the name of national safety or security. Utilizing charitable NGOs for funding the mass influx of immigrants for changing the voting roles towards free entitlements in place of American work ethic and patriotic devotion to our historic symbols earned by hard-working families. God-loving patriots. Believers in freedom of choice, more than the freedom of voice, since freedom to choose gives every American, a voice in a democracy. It's voting that is secure and accurate every time, not some of the time. It's government by the majority, not a conniving minority, who want revenge and reparation for past wrongs that can never be righted, with money or free entitlements, unless they are tied to the work ethic and patriotic outcomes.